Hi, I'm Dr. Lauren Hungler, naturopathic doctor and host of the Healthy F Mom Show, the show that helps tired millennial moms regain their energy, control their cravings, banish their bloat, live life a little greener and a little cleaner, understand their postpartum bods, and more. On today's episode, we're going to be chatting all about this concept of mom brain. In this bite-sized episode, we're going to be going over what is it, why is it happening, And number three is looking at like, what are the ways that we can get your brain back and operating at full capacity? Before we jump in, I'd love for you to hit subscribe or leave a review if you're digging the podcast and loving the content. So let's dive into today's topic. We're talking all about mom brain. Have you ever had that experience where you're like, I just can't find the word or your brain almost feels like mush. Like there's just nothing there. You've got the idea, you've got the concept, but like nothing's coming out of your mouth. It's like there's a disconnect between your brain and the rest of your body. Maybe it's this idea of like trying to multitask and you just can't do it. It's really challenging to focus. It's hard to concentrate. It's hard to even come up with words sometimes. This is the experience that lots of women have, which has been commonly defined as mom brain. It's kind of this like colloquial term. In general, we actually don't know why it's happening. As a naturopathic doctor, I like to think I understand maybe the physiology and biochemistry a little bit, and so we can make some inferences there. But in the grand scheme of things, we don't know exactly why it's happening, but that women across the board experience this during pregnancy as well as postpartum. And I would say even in the postpartum phase, this can last up to almost like two years after in that you just feel like your brains aren't your own anymore and that you can't operate the way that you used to. Thinking can be challenging. And so I really want to help support women in this phase because it can be really frustrating where you're trying to be, especially if you're a working mom, you're trying to be at the top of your game at work. You're trying to be the best mom you can at home. And when it feels like your brains aren't functioning behind you, it can be so irritating. And so our topic and our podcast today is going over a few different ways and a few different strategies to help get your brains back on track. So what really is mom brain or kind of just what's happening that we usually kind of define it as? And so usually it's this phenomenon where we feel more forgetful. We have difficulty creating memories. We have trouble concentrating. There's a lot of challenges with multitasking. And so this is kind of generally the term that we call mom brain. And so lots of us will be very familiar with it. And so the strategy is like, well, what can I do about it? And so usually when it comes to what things are um, causing it or what things are impacting it, we're looking at things like sleep. So lots of the times when we're pregnant, when we're postpartum, even with young kids, sleep is a factor. And so when we're not getting good quality sleep, when we're not getting continuous sleep, depending on the type of child and type of sleeper you have, that can be a really impactful piece as well. Fluctuating hormones, so changes in estrogen and progesterone levels from pregnancy to postpartum, those are changing, those are fluctuating, and so those do have impacts on memory and cognition as well. So this fluctuating and change of the hormone soup that I call it, that can have an impact on your memory and concentration. The other thing that comes up too is that now we have like a ton more responsibilities. And so the mental load and the mental capacity that's been placed on moms is exponential versus, you know, pre-pregnancy, pre-kids. You've got a ton more on your plate. And so it can be a cognitive challenge there as well to kind of 
um, triage all the different things, have that total multitasking list on the go, all in your brain, and trying to execute on all of these things. That can be a really um, big part that can be impacting your your ability to perform as well. So if this feels like I'm talking about you where you're like, yes, my brain does feel mushy. I just can't focus and concentrate like I used to. These are going to be three tips that I want you to think about and possibly incorporate into your daily life, into your daily basis. As always, it's really important to seek out um, a strategist, a naturopathic doctor, a functional medicine specialist to really go over. We're going to talk a few. We're going to talk about a couple supplements and one's just like a normal strategy. Uh, You want to make sure that you have the right dosing, that you're getting the right forms, that you're being supported in the right way. When it comes to nutritionals and and, um, nutraceuticals, we want to be really mindful that just because something is natural does not always mean it's safe and it's not safe for everybody. So we always want to have someone as your point of care person. So that's my like public service announcement for the day. Don't start going willy-nilly, adding things in in when we don't necessarily, when you don't know the impacts, if it's going to interact with something, you always want somebody to have the strategy in place about what you're on, why you're taking it, and is it right for you. That being said, when it comes to that like mom brain experience, the number one thing we want to do is we want to do a little bit of self-care. And as I always talk about, self-care doesn't need to be this like three days at the spa. It doesn't need to be a vacation to Costa Rica. Those things are wonderful. They're just not necessarily things that we can do on a daily basis. We want to really try and be mindful to kind of prioritize some aspects of your health. So number one for me would be sleep to the best of your ability, right? So when it comes to sleep and if that's impacting our memory, it's impacting our formation of memories and cognition um, and having a really vital role when it comes to your concentration, your focus, your recall, your multitasking is really just trying to prioritize sleep. So try not to watch Bridgerton until three in the morning because you felt like you didn't get to do anything for yourself today. We want to make sure that we're prioritizing sleep for yourself, getting to bed at a really good time so that you can get enough consistent hours of sleep together to kind of give yourself the energy, give yourself that time to recoup, to formulate memories and have that capacity to function better the next day. Sleep is of vital importance. And sometimes it always gets thrown to the curb like, yeah, I know I need to sleep, but I don't do it. We want to be the person who's like, I know I need to go to sleep. I'm going to sleep now. I want that to be you. So sleep would be part of our self-care. Making sure we're getting some decently nutritious food into our diet, right? Making sure we've got ample protein because usually that's where we lack, especially as women, um, is not getting enough protein quantity and quality into our regular and our daily diet. Making sure we're getting lots of fruits and veggies, lots of our phytonutrients, lots of our vitamins and minerals, lots of our antioxidants. We want to have a heavy focus on those two things because they will help to like impact just general health, make us feel better overall, and help to support our hormones, our brain health. It helps to reinforce energy um, energy factors as well. So we want to be really mindful that we're getting in some like nutrient-dense foods to the best of our ability. So sleep and nutrition are going to be at the top. And then exercise, right? And exercise doesn't need to be a hit workout six days a week. It can just be a bit of movement and play. It can be going out for a walk after dinner with your family. It can be um, maybe skipping in the driveway if your pelvic floor is happy. It could be a spinning if you if you love that. Trying to find something that you enjoy, that you feel connected with, and getting that movement and that exercise for your body. Your hormones will thank you for it. Your brains will thank you for it. Um, our body is a much happier place when we're adding movement and exercise into it. 
And so those are the big three when it comes to like self-care is making sure we're getting great sleep, we're getting nutrient-dense food, and getting some daily movement. All those things will impact your brain health. It will impact your hormone health. It makes everything function a bit more smoothly and a bit more seamlessly. Number two that we're going to talk about is making sure you're getting your essential fatty acids. Your essential fatty acids are just this. They are essential. Essential meaning your body does not make them. You have to get them from exterior sources. So that's why the recommendation is there is to eat fish twice a week is because it is really high in our essential fatty acids. So that's going to be DHA and EPA. So EPA is eicosapentaenoic acid. Um, It's going to be really important in your cellular membranes. That's how our our cells are are built is that we have this like nice buffer around them. And that's going to be your communication through all your cells is making sure we have this like nice thick um, layer when it comes to your essential fatty acids. Um, DHA is decosapentaenoic acid. So these are going to be the big two that when we're looking at them, we want to make sure we're getting enough of those in your diet. When we think about pregnancy, especially is that you just built a baby from scratch. I always liken it to like Build-A-Bear. If you remember like a -A Build-A-Bear workshop in the mall when you were younger, this like dates me aggressively. There used to be this thing in the mall where you could go and you could actually like build your own bear. You'd like select the bear. You could stuff it. You could like put a charm in it. You could dress it up. There was this like whole process where you would roll in, you'd get a bear, you'd design it yourself and you'd bring it home with you. I always joke that like pregnancy is the same thing. You didn't really start with anything. You built a little human from scratch and that is crazy. That means though, is that when you're building a little human from scratch is that it needs a ton of stuff, a ton of material, a ton of building blocks to help like make a little human. And one thing that is really good at doing is that if... Um, is that baby is always going to win. It's always going to take whatever it needs at however much it needs, maybe sometimes at the expense of, of mama bear, right? Because it needs to have those things to be built. So when we look at how babies build their spinal cords, how they build their brains, you're always utilizing essential fatty acids to build those things. So you're going to suck them up and utilize them from mom. And then you're going to, little babe's going to like make his spinal cord. It's going to make its brain. The challenging part is, is that you have to be taking enough in your diet to support you both because your essential fatty acids are going to be essential to your brain function and to your cognitive supports. And so if you're kind of feeling that like mushiness, sometimes if you weren't supplementing through pregnancy or postpartum, that could be a cause or possibly a reason why you're feeling this like disconnect between like your brain and everything else. So your essential fatty acids are going to be just that. So you can utilize them getting in your um, your omega-3s in through your diet. Your other opportunity, because sometimes we need a bit more of a higher dosing strategy in these cases because we have to amount for you as well as our other little, our other little babe, is that you might need to actually supplement here. And so this is where you start supplementing with omega-3 fatty acids and adding those into your regimen, whether that's during pregnancy, during postpartum as well. And I would say up to two to four years after pregnancy too, because you're kind of still playing catch up. We want to make sure that you have enough there. So when it comes to fish oils, we've kind of chatted about this in the past, it really matters how much you're getting. So the amount that you're getting, it also matters the source that you're getting them from. 
fish are a very fatty thing. We're get, we're using fish because of their fat. The challenging part is that fish are in the water and they also absorb lots of the persistent pollutants out there. So they can have higher amounts of heavy metals and other um, pesticides and pollutants because that's how they get it out of the water. It absorbs into the fish. And so we want to be really mindful of like, where is your fish oil sourced from? Is there third-party testing to prove it doesn't have any of this junk in it? We don't want to necessarily be pregnant and then pumping ourselves full of like mercury and lead. A lot of the times, most companies will do third-party testing. You just want to make sure and double check that that's something that's being done, that you're getting a healthy source of fish and omega-3s when it comes to your supplementing strategy. During pregnancy versus during postpartum, we also have different combinations of the amounts of fatty acids that we want. So usually in postpartum, in prenatal care or when you're pregnant, we usually in that third trimester, we want to start higher dosing like DHA. So DHA is really important um, for brain health and especially for developing little brains, so little one's brain. So sometimes we actually higher dose um, DHA versus EPA. So you can see that there's a lot of nuances to why you supplement, what you're supplementing with. And so making sure you're you're discussing and strategizing these components with your healthcare practitioner is really essential. So like I said, we want to make sure we have a really pure source of omega-3 fatty acids. We want to make sure there's no junk in them. And then we want to make sure that we have the right dosing strategy within that supplement that's actually going to be effective and get us the outcome that we're looking for, which is like, better memory, better cognition, better recall, better multitasking. It's not going to be perfect. We're not going to take one fish oil and like, woohoo, your brain is back. This is something that we want to do consistently over time because we have to rebuild up your stores and rebuild um, what your body has potentially donated to your little one. So number three that we're going to look at is adding in something called lion's mane. And this is more specific to like postpartum after breastfeeding um, care as well. So we're not necessarily utilizing lion's mane in pregnancy and early postpartum when we're breastfeeding. This is more of like post postpartum care. So we're looking at that like one year to two years. Or if you weren't able to breastfeed and you're doing formula feeding, you can you can utilize this strategy as well. And this is using lion's mane. And so lion's mane is going to be one of our medicinal mushrooms. And I always joke with people because when I prescribe mushrooms, they're like eyes bug out and are like, you're prescribing me what? And so these are our medicinal mushrooms, not the hallucinogenic format. They're medicinal. And so your lion's mane is this like really amazing medicinal mushroom that has shown really great research in regards to helping with memory cog- and memory and cognition and focus specifically. And so it can be a really simple one to add in to help kind of just like reinforce um, your your brain power, for lack of a better term. So lion's mane is really great at what's called neurogenesis. So it helps to like support nerve growth, which is a really cool aspect when it comes to like a herb as a therapeutic. So lion's mane is a really interesting one that we can think about adding in if we're having lots of like concentration, memory issues where we don't feel like we are performing to the best of our ability, that our brain just feels like it's just off. Um, lion's mane can do that. There's different ways that you can utilize it as a supplement. So lion's mane, you can get it encapsulated, meaning it can come in a capsule format. So you would take it orally. Number two is that you can use it as a powder as well. So there's lots of versions where you can get powdered mushroom and powdered mushroom mixes. 
uh, where lion's mane is a component. So you could add it into smoothies um, as another option. A lot of the times too, you can see like lion's mane coffee, which is a really cool one. So a brand that I've used before is called Four Sigmatic. And so they have lion's mane coffee. So you utilize like coffee and a bit of caffeine and then you're adding in lion's mane as well so that you don't, it kind of like cuts the jitters and the stimulant effect of caffeine and actually helps enhance focus and concentration. So it's a really nice mix. Um, so that's another really cool way that we can add it. And then number three, when we look at like, how can you get lion's mane um, is looking at liquids. So there's different versions and different companies that also sell liquids where they're in the little droppers. You can get lion's mane and medicinal mushrooms in a liquid format too. Which one is better? It's not necessarily that one's better than the other. We're using them in different strategies. Um, sometimes encapsulated versions, we can get higher dosing in them. So that can sometimes be a little bit more beneficial if we need a big, bigger bang for a buck right up front. Um, I like utilizing it in like coffee regularly because that's part of like my daily um, foundations for my mental health and my brain capacity. Um, so I like using it as coffee. And then sometimes you can also use it as a liquid if you like the experience of like more like a tincture um, botanical medicine experience, you can utilize a tincture as well. So that's when we look at lion's mane as a great support for cognition and for memory. Um, if you've seen it on social media, uh, mushrooms are like having a moment in the sun, which is amazing. I've been talking about them for probably about two, three years. So I feel like I was at the forefront, but I'm so happy that everyone's picking up on them now because they are so fantastic. Yes. Um, lion's mane also helps with like memory and cognition, but mushrooms on their own, just as a herbal, category. They're great adaptogens are helping to improve like resiliency. So helping you to like respond to the pace of your life, always a good thing. And then mushrooms at their core as well are great immunomodulators, meaning they help to balance the immune system across the board. So adding in a medicinal mushroom kind of hits all three of those pieces that as moms and as parents, I'm like, oh, it's doing all the things I want it to do. It's protecting your immune system from all the bugs that are coming home from daycare. It's also helping to support your pace of life because having young kids or being postpartum like that shit is busy. That is a wild ride. You need to be like functioning at your best. And so your body is always like kind of um, needs support in that area to feel more resilient. And so mushrooms help to do that. And then if we're selecting lion's mane specifically, there's different mushroom categories. Lion's mane is great for that like memory, cognition, focus, multitasking. So those would be the ones that I would be really supportive when it comes to people coming in, especially moms and women who are like, I just can't, my brain doesn't work like it used to. I just feel like I can't focus. I can't concentrate. I feel like I can't multitask. I think of one thing and then I'm overdoing something else and then I've forgotten what I was doing altogether. So number one is going to be adding in that self-care aspect, right? Making sure we're prioritizing. I always say prioritizing because we want to make it sure that it's like at the top of the list, not at the bottom of the list, which is sometimes where we always put ourselves. Making sure you're getting enough sleep, prioritizing sleep, prioritizing some nutrient-dense foods um, throughout your day, as well as adding in some movement and some play for your body. Number two is making sure, are you getting enough essential fatty acids within your diet? If you don't love eating fish, that's okay. It just means you might need to supplement. And number three is looking at maybe adding in a herb to help support your brain function. And so that's where we look at lion's mane. Again, you always want to consult um, a healthcare practitioner because when it comes to pregnancy, postpartum, and even like, 
latter postpartum, because even though my daughter's four, my son is two, sometimes I still feel like I'm in that zone and still need the support. Um, you still need to be talking to a healthcare practitioner, your naturopathic doctor to know what dosing, what things are safe. And so making sure that you're having the support in place to help get you feeling your best as a mom. And in my role, that means getting you feeling healthy AF. So if you've if you've been feeling that like foggy, can't think, can't function, um, I recommend if you want to jump into the show notes, I've got my free discovery calls where I work with moms where we start dealt, we kind of dive into why these things are happening and we work on our healthy AF method where we focus on our nutrition. We focus on sleep and prioritizing that. We look at your labs. We look at what is happening in your body and how we can support it. We also want to make sure that we are supplementing with the right pieces and the right components. It's not about taking like 10,000 things. It can be making sure that you've got our basics in place as well as supporting you from a standpoint of like what needs support now and then how do how do we move through care and have a strategy about where we start to where we need to go. And so working with a professional is kind of the most important piece about that because you can learn a shit ton of information. It's how do you actually put it into your life so that it works and then you can actually feel healthy AF. So that's our podcast. I can't wait for our next one and I'll see you then. Yay, you made it to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and to leave a review. And if you felt inspired by anything you heard today, I'd love to share with you a few ways to get started to feel like a healthy AF mom. So in the show notes below, I've left links to some of my favorite challenges. There's a five-day slay all-day smoothie challenge, a get hella hydrated challenge, and a know your labs challenge. All amazing ways that you can get started to feel like your epic version of yourself today. I also have an awesome coupon code. It's HEALTHYAF15, all caps, and that's a 15% off discount to my 14-day body reboot. Again, it's linked in the show notes below. And finally, I love to get social. So if you wanted to follow me or leave me a comment or a review, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok at dr.lauren.nd. I'll see you there. Yeah.